Hello and welcome to Conspiracy Time with Eric and Aaron. I am joined by my illustrious co-host Aaron. Aaron, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. Uh, yeah, survived another week. This is we're doing this on a Saturday, so. Yes, um, um, 2024 is off to off to a good start. Off to a good start. Yeah, I mean, came in hot. Um, it really did, though. Yeah, it did not wait a second. It was like, I'm here. We're gonna. Sorry, okay. I, had, I mean, my jacket was really noisy. I didn't want there to be any. Uh... Yeah, I was like, I look, I look at the screen, and Eric's like just taking his. Well, I, I thought I, I thought I could make it work, but I was shifting my weight, and it was just like. Whoosh, whoosh. So. And he's in a shirt that. I think is maybe one of the best. Shirts. It is one of the best shirts, yeah. It's um, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And it is the lion, right? It is, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the lion from the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um, and now we're putting on another. Gotta get comfy in a hoodie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was a crazy start to 2024. You had the. Um, story that we're going to talk about, which is these tunnels in New York, which I don't think is new to anyone, but the fact that they were under a synagogue, uh, not a synagogue, but it was like a meeting house for the the uh, Orthodox Jews in New York. And then, um, I mean, you had this whole thing with the U.S. bombing Yemen. You have... Um, Oh, what was the other one? Oh, the Miami. Did you see the Miami um, alien thing? In in no. Miami on, I think it was New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, one of the two. But they, um, like, lots of police cars. And by lots, I mean like 30, 40 police cars surrounded this mall. And the internet blew up because there were these videos... Of these like shadows that were that were surfacing, and people were like, "Oh, like there's these aliens, blah, blah like aliens oh are <laughs> in Miami." And some people were saying they were like little tiny critters, like weird. But uh, I haven't seen any evidence of that. Um, uh, <sighs> the mainstream story is that it was um, it was kids setting off fireworks. But I don't know why there would need to be 40 police cars for something that minor. Oh my goodness. There are so many cars. Yeah. Cars. That is crazy. Huh. I did not hear about that, but. Yeah, so that was that was another one, and um, and then you got these uh, multi billionaires building these doomsday bunkers. Mm -hmm. You see, um, uh, what's the Facebook guy Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg was building a building some doomsday bunker and all this crazy shit. Um, well, I saw this. Um, somehow, I got on. Um on YouTube, I got 
I watched like one video of a guy who's like a, reviews like traveling. Yeah. So he'll get on like trains or cruises and stuff. Somehow I got on like the travel YouTube, but this one guy did a tour of like these bunkers in like South Dakota or somewhere. Uh huh. And it's just insane. Like, and no, no shame against preppers. No. Uh, but of course not. like they are some intense people and, the bunkers are just super eerie, like yeah, how they design them, and it's just like, ugh. It's one of those things that it feels like no matter like how how sophisticated you try and make it, like it's always weird. Mm-hmm. Like it's you, like yeah, yeah, it's always it's weird. It's a bunker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bunker. I know. It's like anything below ground is always. <laughs> It always is just weird, no matter, even if it's, like, a normal person building it. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Um, Which is the perfect segue into the tunnels. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, So, I'll take, I'll, like, start it and tell you how, like, how I came across this. So, it was on, is, is there an Instagram or I saw a TikTok video about... Mm-hmm. Um, it was an interview of this like orthodox guy and he was like he was very calm he wasn't involved in like the actual tunnels but he was like he was like yeah yeah the, there's there's these tunnels like beneath the building like there were some there were some guys that were like trying to knock this wall down to get into the tunnel um, so I guess they had erected yeah I guess they had built a wall to like block the tunnel but these some of the guys in the in this i don't know how the orthodox jewish structure works but they were in in these in this like building and underneath they were like trying to knock down the wall to get into these tunnels and there's this the the most famous video is this little orthodox jewish guy climbing out of a sewer and it looks very weird because if you've not seen these Orthodox, these Hasidic Orthodox Jews, they only wear like a. It's not. It's not a suit, but it looks like a suit. Yeah. Yeah. It's black. Black pants. Black jacket. Like a white collared shirt. Yeah. And then sometimes they have these. Um, this hairstyle that's like, I don't know. It's like long, but it's curled. I'm sure there's a name for it, but. Um, mm-hmm. and then they have, then they wear this like little fedora type thing. Mm-hmm. And so you see this guy dressed up in this, in this full suit with the fedora on climbing out of this sewer. And then he just like walks away. And it's just so weird. It's, it's just really, I don't know. To me, it was unsettling. It was like, like what would a, yeah, what would a, fully functioning person like be doing in a sewer if you're not like a worker like a city worker or something so i don't know that was i mean that's disgusting yeah it's weird it's disgusting it's like what just like what are you doing so um that's where i started and then um and then there's all these stories about there's one story I saw that it led to like a children's museum or it said led to like a there's a whole nother dark side of it where it's like 
were they trafficking children or is this some like underground child trafficking pathway but why was there ever like they were trying to like break through this wall you said yeah, they, they, yeah, this interview I saw is that these guys were trying to break down this wall to, that had been built to block the tunnel so that they could get so into like, the tunnel. But it was blocking it to hide it? Or like yeah, someone... yeah, okay. yeah, 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 okay. uh-huh. yeah. It's like this tunnel's been there for a long time. And this right. this building had put up a wall so that it didn't just like run into their basement. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then apparently these uh, these New York City workers like were trying to fill it in with concrete, and these Jewish guys were like fighting the police, like trying, oh, yeah. like trying I to trying to stop them and get them into the tunnel. So um, I don't know if you found anything else. No, not really. I just saw the a video of them trying to fill it with cement or something. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things where there's like enough to like get everyone to bite, and then it, I don't know. Unless you really want to dig, it just kind of stops. Yeah. So. But I mean, yes, it does lead you to think of like darker questions about it. Because yeah. We all know there's tunnels everywhere, like for whatever reason that are unused now. Or that are no longer used. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I mean, New York City is the oldest city in America, well, that we know of. Um, <laughs> I think there's, not going to go into that whole debate, but the, the <laughs> New York was founded by the Dutch back in like the late 1500s, I think, 1600s, roughly. And a lot of the streets are still named after, like, Dutch settlers, and areas of Brooklyn are still named after Dutch, like, settlers and whatnot, so... Mm-hmm. The city goes back a long time, and you know, like, you know, from, like, Paris, and they have, like, the catacombs in Paris where they used to bury people, and, like, the city, the current city is just built on top of those catacombs, so, like, you know New York is the same way, there's... There's layers to the city, so it's just built on top of old streets and tunnels. And then there's the whole subway and, um, and uh, you know, there's stories of people seeing, like, <laughs> seeing, like, these weird figures in the subway when they're doing, like, repairs or, like, cleaning the subway. Right. Um, they call them the mole people because they, like, live underground. Yeah. But there's these stories of like of like people seeing these just, you know, workers that are cleaning the subway of of these like weird mole people. Yeah. Well, this this one talks about um that the building which this tunnel is under was formerly home of the leader of the Orthodox Jewish move, movement, a name I cannot pronounce, but the last name is Schnurrison. Okay. Sure, that is not how it's pronounced, but the movement which he's credited with leading um, was like bringing back the Hasidic religious community after the Holocaust. Yep. But 
it says, while that movement is sprawling and its mission is to welcome Jews at all levels of religious practice, it also has divisions within the larger movement. Those divisions appear to have spilled over in the tunnel dispute at, at this building as a deeply religious fringe group of this movement believes that that guy who used to be the rabbi of that, that building is the Jewish Messiah and the mainstream Jewish religious movement rejects that. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, yeah. So that's being a talking point now about yeah. the tunnels, I guess. Yeah. Because he was, it was so like fringe and out there. So I don't know, Huh. you know, what they were up to. This, um, yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, there's this bit on Reddit that says, um, one of the posters says, talk to anyone who works for the, uh, for the New York City Transit with approximately 400 some odd miles of track. I can't verify that, but that seems a little much, but I don't know. Um, right. Most of it underground, at least in Manhattan. Um, and it's talking about these like... <laughs> These underground people. <laughs> so, th- <laughs> this says these people do exist. I'm not quite sure who coined the term for them or whether it is life imitating art, but most people who have to work in the tunnels call these people mole people. Um, I, on occasion, have to venture down for my job for my company. On more than one occasion, we have either encountered evidence of their occupancy or actually encountered one of them, one of the underground residents. Just from their demeanor, they're what people used to call derelicts who used to populate the now up-and-coming Bowery area of New York. They call it a hipster area. So, You know, it, sound, it just sounds like homeless people, um, you know, that... I guess live underground, but right. surely living underground is not sanitary nor healthy for you. So, mm-hmm. um, who knows? Yeah, it's it's weird, but I imagine there's more. I, I imagine there's more people who who do that. I just saw something about Las Vegas having a large population of people who live underground. Yeah. That one I've heard a lot about. The Vegas thing. There's also a... uh, And I know Sandman's going to kill me for this, but there's a movie. It might be called... um, Let me look it up. I think it's called Chud... Why is he gonna kill you for it? Cause he's uh, is it yes? It was a 1984 um, movie called Chud, and it's about a bizarre series of sudden disappearances on the streets of New York that um, seems to point toward something unsavory mm-hmm. living in the sewers. That's the description of the movie, but it's called Chud, yes. and he uh, you know, um, Sandman is. An expert on uh, on 1980s um, sci-fi movies. Oh, right. Yeah, and so Chud is Chud is one of those. And speaking of underground things, yeah. Well, I just found a comment on Reddit about the video you said, which is how you found out about this. Yeah. The with the guy like coming out of the sewer yeah. or whatever. 
and someone goes, it's hilarious. It's hilarious how they're spawning out of there in full-ass Jewish garb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you think yeah. if you were underground, you'd be like, maybe not in your best clothes. Like, or what you what you would care about wearing. Like, you think you'd be, like, just well, the, old clothes. The, I think, like, that is part of the orthodoxy is that they that's all they wear right like they have to be seen in that so uh, but i know it's like that's the it's the weird part it looks like he's like going to a meeting but he's climbing out of a sewer <laughs> you yeah. know that's the weird part um so i i, I found i found um this article i was looking for so it, it's it's by a guy named, his name is Toth, T-O-T-T-O-T-H. I don't, I don't see his first name in the article, but, um, but, uh, it's a book called The Mole People, Life in the Tunnels Beneath New York City. And, um. It details this guy's early 90s encounters with several dozen, oh, I guess it's a, it's, I guess it's a she, sorry, um, of what she estimated at the time to be 5,000 homeless people living beneath New York City, mostly in subway and railroad tunnels. Um, it says, particularly large, popula large populations inhabit the multi-level labyrinth beneath Grand Central and Penn Station. Many tunnel people are solitary loonies, but unlike the guys you see living above ground in cardboard boxes or any large American city, in a few cases, in a few cases though, this is where it gets weird. Sizable communities have coalesced, some allegedly numbering 200 people or more, complete with quote-unquote mayors, social structures. Even electricity. Toth describes one enclave deep under Grand Central Station with showers using hot water from a leaky steam pipe, cooking and laundry facilities, and an exercise room. <laughs> Dude, that's better than my building. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Says the community has a teacher, a nurse, and children running around. Um... It says they have runners, quote-unquote, return frequently to the surface to scavenge for food. Um, but others, the real mole people, routinely go for a week or more without seeing the light of day. Oh. So, that's, oh boy. that's nuts. Um, Dude, I don't know how they do it. Like, I get one whiff of the sewer here. Oh my god! And I'm like, it's I want to. So bad. I want to end it. All. It's yeah. so bad. Um, <laughs> this is not. Well, this is this is nuts. Um, according to Toth, most of the people living in the tunnels are alcoholic, drug addicted, or mentally ill. They're terrorized by roving gangs ravaged by illness, hassled by cops, and preyed upon by each other. The majority live like animals. In one passage, Toth describes a fellow who traps, get this term, track rabbits. 
track rabbits. These are <laughs> these are raccoon-sized rats, which he kills by slamming against a wall, roasting over a fire, and eating them. <laughs> I mean, that okay. is, that is, wow. Track rabbits. Oh, gosh. Man. Man. Um, so that's, that's, um, that's the life under the subway. That's the life wow. in the subway. But, um, yeah, I mean, the article goes on, uh, sounds like the book's, like, pretty lengthy. Um, she meets, <laughs> this woman meets a criminal gang under Harlem that claims to be making a living, to be making a living murdering for hire. Uh-huh. And, um, she meets a character called Dark Angel. Um, yeah, just some really weird stuff, but... Apparently, there's a documentary called Dark Days. Uh huh. Um, by a filmmaker called Mark Singer. And he, it sounds like he lived down there. So, I mean, it's well known. It sounds, I mean, if a documentary was made about it, I'm sure people, it's openly known, but yeah. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I'm seeing something talking about like out west and it says like how they aren't always an urban phenomenon like these tunnels but um during the gold rush california obviously all the mines it says there are forty-seven thousand abandoned mines in the golden state alone um railroad builders contributed um when their plans were halted mid-project and there were just ended up being deserted structures everywhere all across the United States. Wow. And there it says um, there are at least 200,000 fallout shelters apparently across the U.S. One such structure, an entire underground elementary school in New Mexico, um, and this story comes from a book called Underground, A Human History of the Worlds Beneath Our Feet. Um, there were classrooms for 420 students and shelter for 2,000 citizens. Wow. The cafeterias, walk-in refrigerator, wow, could be converted to a morgue. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, it is. Well, and I mean, then you go into like the, um, you've seen those, you've seen those videos of like the, the, is it deep underground military base, the dumb, the dumbs? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where they have these, these giant, giant tunnels just built into mountains and they just, they go nowhere or there's like something covering up the entrance that like you can't get to. Yeah. So, um. I had watched our other somewhat sometimes co-host, uh, Pat, but we were watching a, uh, a video about, um, I can't even remember what it's called, but it's where people like can 
like take their consciousness to like a place and they can see what's there. Oh, the remote viewers. Remote viewers, yeah. Yeah. It was about guys that do that and how like there are places all across like in mountainous areas all across the world where like those type of bases are happening. And the gist of it was that like, oh, we're like there's aliens and humans working together in these bases like under these mountains. That was that video. But just in general... Like, how all these guys, like, were able to, didn't know each other, like, weren't doing it together, but they all projected or yep. predicted, like, the same thing at these locations. That was wild. Yeah, you get those, the, well, I mean, the CIA's even done remote viewing, so it's not, um, I mean, CIA's a little sketchy, so take it, take it with a grain <laughs> of salt. But, yeah, the CIA's done remote viewing stuff, too. Yeah. I mean, that, that's... I had, Go ahead. I was going to say, that's, I mean, that's the whole um, Stranger Things. That's, I mean, that's what uh, she's doing. The, I don't know if you've seen Stranger Things, but the main character is, is, I mean, there's a little more too, obviously it's sci-fi, but she's like a remote viewer. Um, yeah, I have not yeah. seen that show, but. She's like going into other dimensions though, so. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. And like um, Project uh, MK Ultra, as well. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, I mean, the mines are the mines are an interesting one because, like, I mean, we've been out we've been out west to like Colorado, Arizona, and as you're just driving, like, there are just abandoned mines everywhere because, mm -hmm. because of like the gold rush, and I mean, I'm there's a ton of stories about Arizona and like. You know, weird disappearances where people go into the mountains and just, like, disappear. Now, obviously, they could have, you know, this is this is scary in itself, but, you know, they could have, like, hurt themselves and, like, fallen and, like, just died because they couldn't get up and all that other right. stuff. But there's also stories of, like, abandoned mines and, like, creatures living in mines and, like, you know, then you get into, like, the whole underground civilization. Like, are there, the whole inner earth, is there, like, a... The whole um, Admiral Bird account of like going into the inner earth and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but, um, sorry, I was going to. Uh, oh, yes, the. Because uh, that whole story is long and convoluted, but. <laughs> more, uh, more down to earth is like the cave systems that like run through like. Appalachia and like down through Kentucky and if right. you overlay the disappearance the disappearance of people and the cave systems it like yeah. almost matches up like cave you know cave for disappearance like it's it, it runs and that's all over the US it's not just in that part of Appalachia it's like all over the US like the overlay is almost perfect yeah so well those those documentaries the missing 411s yeah 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 they talked about that they did that yep. was like a big part of it like lining it up with all these missing people with the cave systems exactly such. exactly yeah well i uh i just looked up like underground tunnel systems and this thing came up about the like four of the largest like, that we know about and can go down into, like, 
but that were used at one point. And the first one is in Indianapolis. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, it's called the City Market Catacombs. Damn. They encompass around 2,000 square feet of subterranean pathways. Um, this is really creepy, though. To enter, one must pass through a set of doors that lead to a descent of stairs into the basement. Here, the solid concrete floors swiftly give way to earth and ground. Mm. A bewildering labyrinth unfolds with over 140 columns. Um, this space serves as the basement of Tomlinson, Tomlinson Hall, an imposing four-story building erected in the 1880s. Okay. I don't know, but it's there's a picture and it's extremely creepy. But that is weird. They want they want you to know that it's in general a tranquil place. So you know. Mm, no, I don't think so. Take but. their word for it. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Well, I know. I yeah, know. I mean, I mean, part of me thinks that like, because I was recently uh, Mysterious Universe did a story about San Francisco and how maps that were made before the agreed upon time frame of San Francisco becoming a city there were maps that showed the name of San Francisco before it supposedly even existed as a city oh and so like this book was talking about how um how like they 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 think that like the cities in North America were actually you know being built before whatever it was right you know cuz like and i mean i think it makes sense to a certain extent because you had like you had like french um french fur trappers like over here in the US in like the 1600s i mean like most of most of the major cities in like Michigan and um, kind of like that Great Lakes region, it was those were mostly founded by French like fur trappers and like French settlements and stuff like that. Um, even into Canada as well. So I mean, who's to say that someone didn't do the same thing on the West Coast? Right. No, I agree. It makes sense. But I was I was saying all that just to say, like, um, the modern cities are, are are built upon those from the past. Like, yeah, you know, they yep. flatten one building and like build upon that, and like same thing with streets. Like, you know, cobbles. They're obviously cobblestone streets that are still standing. You know, where did all the other ones go? Like, some of them were destroyed, right. but obviously some of them were just built on. Right. Yeah. And when, I mean, yeah, when you go to cities that we think of as to be, like, I mean, significantly older than, like, where even where you and I live. Like, yeah. these other cities, like, in the Northeast or whatever. It's like, it just feels different. It does, like, yeah. You're like, there's some, like, shit going on here <laughs> or like it just it, it's so old you're like yeah there has to be so much of that stuff that is now built on top like we built stuff on top of it 
Well, I'm like, when I was in London, like, one of the bars we went to in London, you know, instead of going upstairs, it was a floor, and you had to go down. You went into, like, down into the ground. Because, like, the buildings are that old in London. And so, like, like we went, we got our, we got our drinks, we went down two floors, that's where we hung out, and then to go to the restroom, you had to go down another floor. <laughs> you like you're underground. So we were three stories underground. Yeah. No. Yeah. So like that again. If this is not, um, this is not fake. Like <laughs> that building went into the ground. So right? there's obviously other shit going into the ground. It's not a mystery. Yeah. Right. It was crazy, but I mean, London is also. What, over a thousand years old? Yeah. You know, from the Romans and all that, so... Yeah, crazy. Um, mm -hmm. you, and, and like you said, you just you don't get that over here. Yeah, it's just that you're like, this is so much, like... It's so more much more recent that I feel like you don't feel, like, the yeah. energy of, like, all of that. Yeah, it's like a... It's almost a character... It doesn't have as much character. Right. Like, the cities cities here are very urbanized, of course. You know, on the East Coast, they're old. Some on the West Coast, yeah. like San Francisco, are older. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, Seattle's not old. You know, Portland's not that old. Well, and I kind of feel like we're, like, the California cities, like... Even if it's not, even if it's more recent than like you know in New York or whatever, but people were going there with the sole purpose to like pioneer. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like they were the first, of, from what we know, I guess. Yeah. Like whatever they were trying to do, like mine for gold, like that was the that was their goal, and with that comes a lot of like just a lot of stuff. Like, I mean. He, like in Tennessee, it's like no one was like, "I'm going to going to Nashville or like <laughs> Memphis to yeah. like." It just isn't like that. Yeah, the landscape isn't such. It's not that. It's yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. So it just right. it feels different. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point about Nashville. I don't know what people did in Nashville like before music. So. Like what was Nash what was Nashville known for before music? I don't know. I'm assuming just like basic like manufacturing stuff or like, yeah, because the river we have is pretty big. That's true. Transportation it is right on the river. Yeah. But um, I heard in a podcast someone was talking about Nashville and they said that it it is a centrally located city. Yeah. So that there was there wasn't really like anything specific that i don't know that people would locate here for but it was good for just a lot of different things got it got it like you could trade you could like i mean the now that they've remodeled and turned it bougie but in the past it was like a sock factory yeah here. yeah yeah by uh yeah by the train tracks yeah by um yeah. yep yep i heard that and, they, then they used I mean, to make the rivers like a 10 minute drive from there yeah know? yeah it is yep so it's like that type of stuff, but also that when the music stuff came about, you know, 
in the early 1900s or whatever, Nashville was and is the is the location for a lot of that stuff because it was easy to be like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to plant myself here and I'm going to travel out of Nashville. Mm. It was just easy to travel places. It is. It is very easy. I mean, you get to Indy in five hours. Cincy is three hours, four maybe. And you think back in those times, like, okay, there was a, there was a road that just went from Nashville all the way up to, like, Chicago. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was just, there was a lot of places you could go. So touring musicians, even the back way back then, like, that's what they, mm. that's where they located themselves. So, very interesting, but. Yeah. Same thing goes down. I mean, you can get, uh. You can get the uh, the panhandle in like seven, eight hours. Yep. And you can drive to Oklahoma, Texas in ten. I mean, yep. back then it took longer. Yeah, but, for sure. I mean, they had all the time in the world. I'm sure. Yeah. So it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And then yeah. Hmm. But just yeah, different yeah. vibe. Good thought. Good thought. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, I mean that's that's all I got. I just the the whole um, the whole tunnel thing is obviously a huge rabbit hole. No, I mean literally a rabbit hole. But um, yeah, I just thought that was that was just a crazy like thing. The whole video of the guy popping out of the sewer was was cracking me up. Yeah, and, if you haven't seen that, go. You'll find it. Oh, yeah. It's got millions and millions of views. Um, the other thing I... so strange. Yes, yeah, so strange. Um, have you... Uh, this, this is not necessarily... Um, re- this is not related to uh, the tunnel thing at all, but have you seen the... Have you seen the Cat Williams interview that Shannon Sharp did? Have you heard about this? I've heard... I have not seen it, but I've heard... That Cat Williams is like trending. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, this is it's it's it, it's kind of funny. Um, so Cat Williams, I'll try to condense it, but Cat Williams, obviously stand-up comedian. Um, yeah, he went on Shannon Sharp's podcast and basically just like went scorched earth on like a ton of comedians for like joke stealing, blah blah blah, and. Um, but he also had he also had like like a couple things talking about like Hollywood and like how like things are planned out and like he, he said he was at he said he was at an Illuminati meeting where not that he was it was like a party and he said it was like Illuminati esque yeah. which we've heard before which we've heard before and is probably a hundred percent legit not that they're the yeah. Illuminati but that's a general term for whatever right. Hollywood has you know, control over. Um, right. But he was saying that him and Ludacris, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, this goes back to like the 90s. I guess they, something like they looked similar. I don't, Cat Williams has been around for a long time. Um, okay. But he, he was like, they, uh, they chose between him and Cat and were like, um, something like, Ludacris is going to do like 20 movies and like, 25 years or some crazy shit like that and then he's been in the Fast and Furious franchise for what they've done 10 movies and some crazy yep. shit like that so 
it was just funny. He he um, but he talks about like um, he goes into like Steve Harvey and uh, Cedric the Entertainer. It's he go. I mean, he went off on so many people, but yeah, that was another one of the 2024 like big crazy things because it was like like the day after new year's i think or maybe they recorded it before i don't know but uh-huh. yeah and oh he called out kevin hart which yeah it was it was and it was also funny to see like everyone felt like they had to react to all being, the people that got called out yeah yeah to being called out by by um cat williams which i think is interesting because i don't know if someone called me out and there was no factual basis to them calling me out yeah. I I don't know. I wouldn't feel the need to respond. No. You know, not at all. if someone called me out and was like, did this, did that, like, this is a fact, um, I don't know, maybe then I would feel the need to say something. And Well, what were their reactions to it? Like, yeah, so, Cat uh, said this, something about Kevin Hart like being a plant like an industry plant okay like he just does whatever people tell him to do and like you know does these movies that the hollywood just once produced and kevin hart really isn't like kevin hart and uh kevin responded by saying something like um i don't listen to the circus or i don't i don't go to the circus and watch the circus or something like that basically saying that cat was just doing this for attention and all that so yeah, I don't know. But it was... Well... Um... Cat and Ludacris did look similar. Yeah. Which is wild. I never would have thought. Yeah, I had no... And they, they go into all this stuff about, like, um, Deaf Comedy Jam, which was, like, um, the African-American, like comedians back in the 90s and there's a whole history that i'm not familiar with but i do like cats so i i listened to the whole interview and it was um and it was pretty crazy he called out so many people but um yeah wow yeah i mean that's some that's good stuff though like i'm here for it no i mean content wise i mean it was incredible <laughs> And Shannon, Shannon is just kind of like there, just like trying to keep Cat like on track. And um, yeah, it's I would rec- if you like if you like comedy, um, it's it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, that's funny. I'll have to listen to it. Um, well, well, cool. You got anything else? Um. No, I'm actually proud of myself for not falling asleep during this because I just took. Allergy medicine. Oh, yeah, that happens. So I'm like, will I have a sleep attack? We'll see. Uh, yeah. Luckily, I haven't I haven't had any allergies yet. Fingers crossed. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, nothing else for me. Cool. Um, well, it will be an interesting 2024. I think uh, I think everyone's hoping for the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, lots gonna happen. Lot going on, lot going on. Um, so stay safe out there, and obviously we are um, officially conspiracy hour with Aaron and Eric, or Eric and Aaron, whoever wants to go first. Well, conspiracy, conspiracy time. time. 
Conspiracy time. Hour is hours right. time. Wait, 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 hours wait. time, right? <laughs> conspiracy time. Um, conspiracy time with Eric and Aaron, and you can find us on Twitter at the name Conspiracy Time. Um, Facebook. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify. Um, shoot us a rating if you if you feel so inclined, and. Um, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Um, hopefully getting Sandman on. He's healing uh, his leg. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure when we have him on, he'll give us the whole breakdown, so I'm not going to ruin that for him. <laughs> but uh, wishing him the best in his recovery. And, yep. um, yeah, should be good. Um, Aaron, good to see you. Back at you. And we'll catch you next time. Bye, guys.